0: Welcome back to another episode of the Winning Ticket Podcast. I'm your host once again, Matt. Joining me to my left, not that you need to know where we're positioned, but but it's okay. I got okay. Joe next it's to me, and been right been across there. the table is Mikey. Guys, Ooh. much we're excited. We're gonna go a little bit yeah. of different yeah. here, a different approach here. Of course, we're still gonna you know expect our NFL preview um, later on in the week, but we got some baseball. It's fall now, October is yeah. upon Ooh. us, baseball. and we're gonna get into some uh, rawhide. T- Discussion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely man. I've been looking
1: forward to this for a while This is my favorite time of year The weather is getting less stupid And football's back on Sundays And now we got We pretty much have um, Something exciting Almost every day of the week
0: Basketball's we're ramping up too oh, LeBron just played yesterday I think his first game in the Lakers Yeah, yeah, cool. Dude, we so, got it my oh, life We're jam-packed
2: a, My life's always exciting every day of the week <laughs> Mine's not I need sports <laughs> So
0: of course, we're going to be covering the uh, MLB playoffs throughout the entire month, and I think, I think it goes into November, early November as well. Yeah, yeah it's um, kind of a joke, but yeah, yeah it's it's strange, <laughs> but anyway. But we're going to focus on the, the wild card games, of course, and then we're going to give you our division, then there are our championship series, and then, of course our World Series stuff to kind of uh you know sort out. So Rockies Cubs is the NL wild card game matchup, now of course one game. I you guys probably are, uh, are our listeners here are probably. Kind of on, on in agreement with me that I think the one game playoff is pretty bad. Yeah. I think it's, it's a
1: bad structure. I was on that since the very beginning. I used to be a Braves <coughs> fan back in college before I came to my senses and realized that having a favorite team is just weird. Don't be an eighth grader. Don't have a favorite team. <laughs> just pick the guys who win. That's what I like to yes, do. Anyway, I also um, like it. yeah, it was Braves Cardinals and the, uh, there was an infield fly rule that wasn't called and then the Braves lost,
2: but they were like 10 games better than the Cardinals, so they shouldn't have yeah. been playing that game. It was just horrible. Yeah, baseball's not a one-game sport no. at all. Just look at the Pirates a few years ago, Got ran to Bumgarner the one year where he was masterful in the close season, mm. and then the next year they ran into Arrieta when he Mike. was dominating. It's like they had like a 97-win season, I think, one of those years, and then didn't make the playoffs, really, because of the uh, one-game aspect.
1: One of the things that I use in my handicap is, I, for the most part, I throw stats out the window. Obviously, it'd be ridiculous to just throw everything out the window, because then you just flip a coin here. Mm-hmm. But uh, experience is something that um, you can't really have a stat for, um, but is m- absolutely monumental in terms of the postseason, which is kind of if I can segue into the first game here in Rockies Cubs, which is why the Cubs have a major advantage. The Cubs mm-hmm. have been here before, not just been here, but been here with success. They have a lot of
0: uh, the pieces that you need to be successful in the postseason. You got a lot of those. And I get sorry, I know you're going to. No, it you're, too, but you're good. I know a lot of those. You know Joe Madden's uh, battle battle tested. Obviously, even those years with the Rays, where they were very good and they made the World Series. And I think in, ooh, in it in 08, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Against the Phillies, and there was deep runs they made against the Red Sox, where they were just he got the best out of that team. And then once he kind of took over with the Cubs, a lot of those guys are battle tested. Now, I mean guys like Baez, even Castillo, yeah. and Brian. Like maybe some of them didn't have the best years. I know Brian was kind of iffy this year. He wasn't as good as he was. But once the lights come on and postseason yeah. baseball in Chicago. Those guys step up. and Guys like that, you know, I can throw the stat book yeah. out the window. Right.
1: Um, same thing with their, their bullpen. These guys have been here before. Um, they're Really, their entire pitching staff was third in ERA. I don't know if you guys knew that they were that good. Mm-hmm. They were very above average this year uh, off the rubber. They were also second in batting average. So in an era where it's a lot of strikeouts, a lot of home runs, they're kind of playing uh, their own brand. And you mm-hmm. couple that up here in this game with uh, being home, as well as the major experience factor on the pitching side. I think that the Cubs take this. At, they're only a buck twenty-six. You don't have to lay too much to take them in baseball. That's a that's a really good price.
2: Yeah, especially like what you said about the experience. Um, probably John Lester going to be on the mound for the Cubs. I would expect. Um, against probably Kyle Freeland yeah. for the Rockies, who has definitely had a great year uh, this year, sub-3 ERA, right, I think, 17-7. Yep. and seven. Yes. Um, So he's pitched really well in a place where it's very hard to pitch in Coors Field. But Lester, like you mentioned, has the uh, he's been pitching the postseason since, whatever, 06, 07. Uh, he's got a few titles under his belt. Three, I think. Yeah. And he's got three rings. It's just this, this situation doesn't face him unless he has to make a throw to first. Yeah. Then he's going to fall apart. Yeah. But uh, hopefully that doesn't have to happen to him. But I, I really like the Cubs in the spot here. Also not to mention the Rockies played today. Probably finished the game at 7.30 Eastern time. Uh, have to travel from L.A., now go to Chicago uh, and play the next night. So I think that that west going east travel is really going to take a toll on them. Super and underrated. I don't know how they're going to react to that.
1: Yeah, and another cool thing that I like to look at is some props. Um, we definitely have a couple here in the Yankees game that we're going to talk about in a little bit, but always something cool to keep an eye on here. Um, who's going to jump off to a hot start? It's more than often the home team uh, that gets off maybe to uh, you know a couple runs in the first inning. You can take action there. Maybe they get a couple in the first three. Maybe they get a couple in the first five. So there's a lot of different ways you can look at this game. If you don't think the Cubs have um, maybe the strength on the back end, um, I don't see why not. I think the numbers would say that they do, but if for some reason you... Are speaking to the Cubs bullpen directly, like literally, you have them <clears throat> in text. Then I guess maybe you know some info that I do not. The entire bullpen, the, yeah, in like group,
2: group chat. chat.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, Matt. I also think with you know the National League, I think it's a little bit different than the American League in the sense that the National League, in my opinion, seems like it's really up in the air with some of these teams. I think again, you can look at the Brewers. Obviously, the Brewers are a very good team, division winner. They obviously have talent, but do, like, have they been there enough, in your opinion? Or are they battle tested enough to say okay? Like yeah, we won the, it's the 160 263 game marathon. We won the division. We've last outlasted some of the teams. But when it gets to postseason, it's a completely different ball game. And a lot of these guys, again, they haven't been there before. Yeah. Mustakas obviously with the Royals. Yelich um, hasn't with the Marlins. Yeah. So a lot of exactly these guys, why. again, it's it's you know Aguilar. Like yeah, they had great great regular seasons. But when you get to the postseason, now it's kind of like every pitch, every at-bat becomes magnified. That's yeah. what and I, how those guys can get through those moments is ultimately going to, you know... That's why I'd like to see how many
2: how many years of playoff experience do guys on the Rockies have compared to guys on the Not Cubs. Not many. Cubs, everybody on this team pretty yeah. much has a ring. They really yeah. don't have anybody new from that season a few years ago. And on the Rockies, you got guys like Arenado and Blackman who are studs, but they've never been there on the big stage before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, re- I could, I, what you said before about the props, I could definitely, I would definitely take the uh, Cubs like first five. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, cause I think the, the bright lights would be too much for the Rockies, and the Cubs just won't phase them. I think Baez uh, it was either Baez or Addison Russell hit the grand slam in the World Series. I think it was Baez. Um, yeah, right. I mean, it was like, yeah, no, 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 it was Russell. I think like dead center hit, it was like 420 to dead yeah, center. Yeah, yeah. He was 21 at the time, I was 22, and I had, he hit a home run, a grand slam in the game six of the World Series, and I had a bag of peanut M&M's for dinner that night. Right. So, uh, it was really just miles better than me He's so much, person. so much better than you.
0: Yes. And I think, again, if you look at, you know, the the headers top to bottom that the Cubs have, again, we go back to the experience, and it's huge, but I think also you can also look at the, the fact that. A lot of these Cubs players in this entire team, really, and it goes to the manager, obviously, with Joe Madden. So much energy. They they really, like, every at-bat, like, uh, just a walk. Or a, and the guys like is high-energy guys that the crowd feeds off, that the entire team feeds off. And then before you know it, we've seen a lot of these games kind of avalanche down where they get a runner on. Now it's first and second, nobody out. Now the pitcher's in a 2-0 in a, you know, hole in the first inning. And the Cubs, before, they're, they're, you know, they're <laughs> before they even... The other team could settle in. The Cubs are yeah. up 2 3 nothing, and now you feel like on a road, 2 3 nothing to the Cubs. Yeah, well, we've seen this before. We've seen you know, this before, and yeah, I'm saying I think that first inning is going to be huge, obviously really big. I'm, I don't see the Rockies getting on the scoreboard in the first inning. But if the Cubs want to putting up one or two in the first inning, which I think it's fully capable of, again, I think the same thing could happen with the Yankees at home. Mm -hmm. But if they do one or two runs in the first inning with the offense, they have, again, very patient hitters. Guys like Zobris, Baez is an MVP candidate this year. Again, Bryant, Rizzo, they have a ton of names. I just think this game could be over within the first two, three innings, in my opinion. I really do feel that way because, again, a lot of these pitchers, too, with the Rockies, it's it's always, you know, it's they, p- they pitch in that ball, but got to take that with a grain of salt when they go on the road. Obviously, that's going to have a big effect, um, especially when you're playing against offense like the Cubs. Of course. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I completely agree with all those, and you mentioned getting off to a hot start with the bats early, and I think that leads us into our next game with yes. uh, Yankees A's. Um, starter's probably going to be Tanaka, Tanaka or Severino. I mean, really, it's whoever they I think choose.
1: I think it's going to be Tanaka. They've been leaning that way. Um, it's just really... It has nothing to do with the regular season. I really think it's entirely about experience, and I think that he's just a little bit more steady. Severino could—he's the guy. There's—he's uh, the like, guy, number one guy. Yeah, but like if there's high
0: ceiling, and um, then there's the, I guess there's the, the, the guy low floor. Who's, I've been there before. before. I can take the ball, and I can give you six in a, and six innings, one run.
2: Yeah, and that's
0: and then leave it off to the board pen, and then there that you go. Happening then Severino. Either I mean, pitching well or pitching. The thing with, the thing with Severino too is you know we were talking about this uh, before we uh, went live. Severino's, obviously, his first half was fantastic. He was, pr- I mean, in my opinion, we're probably in line to win the Cy Young with the way he was going. Second half he struggled a lot recently he 's been picking up the past couple starts, so that 's kind of giving um, Aaron Boone a little more to think about when he goes for his pitching selection here, but I agree with totally I think Tanaka would be a better play here, but regardless I mean even if Severino was to start in this game let's say for example, the first um, again winner go home situation so boone's going to you know he 'll have a short leash if Severino doesn 't have it, maybe they give a one run, maybe he 's erratic maybe he's saying all right i 'm taking the ball from him two thousand and thirty pitches in, I'm going to hand it off to Tanak or someone else in there. You know, maybe a J.A. Happ comes into cool play. Yeah. J.A. Haps obviously had the postseason experience with the uh, with the Blue Jays. Yeah. So, again, there's a lot of these situations could, uh, could come into play, and I think that's also something to keep an eye on, is how these managers manage the bullpen in this game, because that's obviously going to have a, a dripping effect into the, you know, the division series and the championship series, because Obviously, they've managed the game differently. If a guy's going three, four innings and he's for fifty pitches, sixty pitches, and okay, well, I'm just going to go to an, like our fourth starter. Yeah. So there's obviously that comes into play. I just wanted to throw that out there.
2: Yeah, I think that they, they're going to go with Severino here. Um, mm-hmm. He had obviously the great first half, struggled a little bit in the middle, but then his last three games, I think he's only allowed four earned runs. Mm-hmm. So he's picked him up. Yeah, it's right against. Time. I mean, against the Red Sox, against the Rays. Uh, two of those games, so it's not like he was you know dominating the Orioles uh, in a, like some weird day game, but you could see a lot of like what happened last year in the wild card game. He gives up a three run <coughs> bomb early, and they just take him out, go to their great bullpen and great back end of the rotation with guys like CC or Hap, uh, who's been pitching really well. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the A's though, on the other on the other side of the coin, their rotation I don't think they have. A single good pitcher. Yeah. They're they're probably going to throw out either... They don't have a a one. They maybe don't even have a two. They're probably going to throw out either Mike Fires or Trevor Cahill. Both, I think, would be on short rest. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't like their odds. I don't like Mike Fires on short rest. I don't like Mike Fires on a season-long rest. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's no way. Number one, it's experience. The Yankees are going to really hurt the A's pitching. Number two is at home in that ballpark. Oh, look at a what, joke Look at what the Yankees were able to do in that ballpark They were second in runs per game First mm. in homers Second in slugging So you got a dynamic offense here Going up against a below average pitching staff First in
2: homers ever They, they yeah. had the most high like ever for And every spot in the lineup had at least 20 <coughs> home runs
0: and which think, is absolutely mind blowing. Which really, obviously, has that ballpark has something. But guess something where they're playing? Joke. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing uh, in that ballpark honestly, if, game, so. if you're if you're the A's again, I think the only chance that the A's have at you know spoiling because let's face it, they're obviously the underdog in my opinion. At least I don't know you in know, Vegas's opinion. In Vegas' well. opinion, yes. as well, yes. well yeah, I think they're at the number one thirty-five. Yeah, they're going to need Chris Davis. I mean, the MVP candidate, with those without saying, I think he's actually led the A on home runs has carried that team without question the entire year. Of course, yeah. they've had some other co- kind of, you know, major contributors, but more or less he's been carrying that off uh, that that uh that lineup. If uh, let me ask you this, if they is is it going to have to be Chris Davis again or do you do you have some sort of confidence in anybody else specifically in that lineup or saying, I you know, I think this guy can get a big hit because the who's ever pitching whether it's Severino or Tanaka they're not going to let Chris Davis beat them in that ballpark. I'll give someone a unit if they can name the entire one through <laughs> nine of
2: the Oakland A's because not many probably can do I it. I could probably get three of them. Unfortunately, unfortunately that's six <laughs> short. Davis, Mark, Canna. I mean, I know, I know, I know. Mean, Chapman's <laughs> good. Chap- or Matt Chapman, rather. I mean, they had again. Uh, Jed yeah, Lowry's, Ch- Ch- Jed Ch- Ch- Lowry's
0: had a really good year for them. Shout uh, out to the former Red Sox right? Jermaine Die. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Uh, Hatterberg, right. Chris
2: Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: killing <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> Well, I think I you think <laughs> you I mean, they do have some good decent hitters, but a lot of these guys. Again, Stephen Piscotty's not a bad bat, but I d- I don't know. I think if you're if you're you know whether you're Tanaka or Severino, and I think even Aaron Boone's looking at this as well. They're gonna they're not gonna let Chris Davis beat them. 123 RBIs, 48 dingers. I mean, in that ballpark, they're not gonna let a guy to two gallon base and have him hit a three or, three why run homer or a grand slam. Pitch around him,
2: just let and let someone else. And then else
0: again, him. if someone else beats him, you tip your hat to them. But I just don't see it in that lineup. And again, for that, that's why I'm. Taking the Yankees in this, without question. Taking your point, Mikey, as well,
1: um, the Rockies traveling here, the Yankees have had a, a decent amount of rest. Yeah. And yeah. I think uh, this is, not, with one game, that's something to really look at. If it's a series, eh, just, it's a wash after the first game, but you're going to blow it all out here. And I think that's another
0: good advantage for the Yankees. And I'm not saying anyone's you know, overlooking the fact they, they won 100 games or they're in the wildcard game, but when you look at a team in a wildcard game, I mean, the Yankees are a a team better than the wild card game. They're a team that, if like again, if it wasn't for the Red Sox having literally an historic year in terms of wins, and you know, again, Betts and Martinez, they would have been you know just kind of sitting back waiting for someone waiting for their next opponent. So the Yankees are a team much better than a wild card game. And again, you know, in this in this situation, I I just like them way too much to you know uh, you know to even give the Athletics anything. Again. We've seen crazy things happen in this situation. If if the Athletics are able to get on the board early, I think that's really going to be the key, and that's going to set the tone for them. But I just don't see how the Yankees against Severino. You're, everyone's going to be looking at Chris Davis. I don't see how they're going to let him beat them and let him kind of be the guy that's going to send the Yankees home. I will say this though: I do like the back end of the bullpen for the A's. Um, Familia is a good arm. They have some some decent arms to kind of get you know bridge this game and get this thing closed out if they do manage to get a lead. But again, I I don't see that happening. Again, I think the Yankees have obviously a very good bullpen that Mikey just touched on. Of course, yeah. And I think just top to bottom, the, the entire roster, the Yankees are just the better team in this uh, in this matchup. But again, stranger things have happened. We'll have to see how um, you know the matchups kind of fare out. But I don't know. I mean, keep an eye on the starting pitching. Yeah, yeah sure. keep keep an eye on the starting pitching and see how the game kind of flows. There's, I mean, stranger things have happened. Um, I, I'd, I'd be shocked. But you know, any, any last thoughts, guys, on this uh, or any of the games? I hit a parlay today. Uh,
1: Me and Mikey, the two winners, and I will be hitting a parlay later this week. So (laughs) go Cubs and Yanks. uh, Try to get it at a good number. Mm -hmm. Look at the total in the Yanks game. Maybe grab a
2: prop, um, including uh, some areas of strength for both teams. Mm -hmm. Watch for the actual starters to be announced, too, because we think it's going to be Freeland versus Leicester and then Severino slash Tanaka versus Fires slash Cahill, but we're not sure because they haven't really announced anything yet. So um, definitely keep an eye on that. Um, if they go with a shock pick to, to start the game, like me, uh, yeah, like if they pick Joseph P. Hoffman to start right. the you'd game, you'd
0: have to get there. Oh no, he's not that far. I mean, yeah, unless the, the Yankees, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if the Cubs want to sign you, that would be pretty. Yeah, pretty yeah. Bad. I can't go. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so de- I would definitely watch out for the starters. Um, if it's any of the guys that we mentioned, I think that our
0: picks here are, are very solid. And again of course if uh, you know by the time you guys listen to this, if you don't happen to listen to it before they announce the starters, we'll be definitely updating on Twitter um, you know any possible news regarding these two games, the matchups, any maybe possible scratches, the lineup announcements, anything from you know the experts you know the Ken Rosenthals of the world who are, uh, have their finger on the pulse, they know what's going on with, with in and out of the clubhouse. so anything like that regarding these games that may come into play when you're making your betting decision. We'll definitely update you on Twitter at WinningTixPodTix. And um, guys, that's our wild card episode. It's very short. We want to give you something before the games start. Be on the lookout for our division and championship previews um, coming up, I guess, once these games yeah, and we can maybe kind some, of uh,
2: some awards MVP, Cy Young. Yeah, yeah, Also, let me just say if Blake Snell and DeGrom don't win the Cy Young, I'm going to be violently ill. Wow. All right. oh, yeah, we'll probably. get into that <laughs> yeah, in yeah. a later episode.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys.